Hmm. What's the first? What? What? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I'm enjoying the hmms. <laughs> <laughs> You're being quite disruptive to my flow, and I appreciate it. It keeps me on my toes. Um, I'm providing the comedic relief. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brad. Where are you calling from? I'm from San Jose, California. I live in the Comox Valley. Um, I'm actually in North Carolina right now. And wherever you are, welcome to Blonde Radio. Hi, I'm Brad. I live on the west coast of Canada. I just beat The Last of Us Part 2, and I'm really starting to feel the summer heat. And welcome to Blonde Radio where every week I book calls with strangers from around the world. Today we'll talk to Joe South, whose music is fueled by the world around him, Adve, who's trying to find the happiest person in the world, and Bella, who has a clear sense of self, procrastinating tendencies and all. This week at Blonde Radio on Instagram, I gave you guys a prompt. What's your ideal summer night? Here's what you had to say. Hey, I'm Dylan. I'm calling from Syracuse, New York. To me, a great summer night is having a campfire with my friends and listening to some good music. Love your show. Hi, it's Esther calling in from Chicago. Um, I think my ideal summer night is basically being in nature and then going and cooking with friends. And it's like one of those meals that feeds the soul and is like super unhealthy. And so you guys watch a movie together that makes you both laugh and cry. We go our separate ways after looking at the stars and then I watch Avatar and then go to bed with a dog, of course. Hey, I'm Matthew. I'm calling from Windrock, Arizona, and I'd have to say my perfect summer night would be eating pizza and hot wings while playing Battlefront 2, uh, the 2005 edition, of course, with my best friend. Hey, Brad. This is Kevin from Argentina, and my perfect summer night would be chilling with friends uh, in a campfire, listening to music, living our lives, you know, that would be the best feeling in the world, having a lot of fun and telling jokes to each other, that would be amazing. Hi, this is Mia from Sydney, Australia, and even though it's the middle of winter right now, my ideal summer night would just be going anywhere with my best friends and just talking. It doesn't matter if sitting on my bedroom floor or if we're watching the most beautiful sunset in history, just you know, just as long as I'm with them. Thanks to everyone for submitting your responses. And we'll hear more answers throughout today's show. But first, we'll talk to Joseph, a California artist who operates under the name Joe South. Here's a taste of his most recent track, Waves. First off, black lives matter. It shouldn't be controversial. It shouldn't be no debate to the people jumping these hurdles, really bending over backwards to delegitimize voices. The voices of black people who grew up dealing with poisons and putting up with the pain. Shit that you and I don't understand. There's no excuse for not taking a stand. If you enjoy black culture, it better be in your plans. By not taking a stance, you've just taken a stance. Rest in power, George Floyd. We honor you by making sure the movement's making more noise. Here's Joseph. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good. I'm Brad. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. My name is Joseph. Joseph. Awesome. Yeah. Sick. Where are you calling from? I'm um, from San Jose, California. Oh, sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How's your day going? It started not too long ago, actually. I think my sleep schedule has completely fallen <laughs> off the map. <laughs> what about yours? I feel that on a spiritual level. I, I, I was being pretty good about it but you know these nights it feels like it's <laughs> it's three then four then 5 a.m but uh, i think maybe also that's just that creative grind yeah yeah definitely uh joseph just the quick little elevator pitch on you who are you what do you do 
my name is Joseph, but I go by Joe South. Uh, mm. I'm a rapper. I sing a little. I produce a little. I play instruments. I just make music but however I can. I feel like I make music for me. Like, for example, I'm going on a road trip in a few weeks, so I'm making music pretty much pertaining to that about being free, not wanting to come home, oh, being nice. on the road, that type of thing. So um, I very much make music for now. And I think that keeps... Obviously, this is up to interpretation, but in my opinion, I think uh, it makes my music refreshing, it being so current. That's sick. When did music start for you? When did you realize like it's what you want to do with your life and your career? I think maybe in middle school, mm-hmm. maybe eighth grade. I, <laughs> for The story about how it started is actually pretty funny. I had a little beef with like one of my friends, and, <laughs> and me and my other friend um, would write like diss tracks about him. <laughs> <laughs> those are the first songs i ever wrote was distracted <laughs> oh man well at least they got the ball rolling um right, right. I, i'm glad that it's sort of blossomed in, into this really cool thing for you it looks like you have a really right. nice community that supports you tell me about this is it yms this youth marketing summit thing oh yeah yeah what's um, that about i'm an instagram ambassador so like oh a, sweet it's like super random they just reach out and they they reach out to like random people and ask if they want if you want to be an ambassador for the brand mm-hmm. and that was just one of the things like they uh paid for my travel to like get there and then i i was essentially just a bunch of teens on stage like entertaining a bunch of adults about like uh what it's like to be a teenager yeah because <laughs> um, the yeah the audience was like mainly brands and like heads of companies and things like that so they were coming to get insight about how teens think and what they think about ads and stuff like that so they invited me to go speak at that Sick. That's awesome. And what uh, yeah. is there any sort of stipulations that come with that, or perks, or what's it what's it like uh, being an Instagram ambassador? There are there are quite a few perks. Obviously, like they're they fly you out to places like um I went to Southern California, like around L.A. in December, and the the trip was awesome. amazing. Um, but other than that, it's just I don't know. They really sell you on the idea of like being able to call yourself an Instagram ambassador, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> being able to put that in your Instagram bio. I think they know the value in that, so I think that's a that's the, one of their selling points. Totally, totally. What do you? What keeps you going? What's the motivating factor for you? Why do you? You know, still keep your nose to the grindstone. I think it's because there's so much I want to do. Obviously, music is going to be a part of my life for hopefully forever. But um, I, I hope it opens up new doors, and I think that's. Something that makes me work really hard at music is knowing that this can open other avenues for whether it's me using my voice for something or pursuing a movie career or something like that. That's sick. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like um, especially like in the 2010s moving forwards or people like Childish Gambino who can literally yeah. do everything. Yeah, like that. I feel like that's becoming more and more viable. Like as soon as you have a platform and you're so accessible to everyone, all these opportunities are kind of at your fingertips if you're willing to work for them. Right, right. Totally. Yeah, like, Childish Gambino is, like, the perfect example of, <laughs> of where I'm headed with this. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is there a specific field that uh, you're not doing yet but really, like, interests you and you can't wait to explore? I think writing scripts. Yeah. Um, I grew up watching movies and just appreciating movies. Mm-hmm. Um but just recently, like I've developed an actual like real love for just the art of it and this, the cinematography that goes into it, the mm-hmm. anything that would go into writing a script, it, it really piques my interest. It's not something I've completely di- like dove into yet, but right. um, I do well, I do want to try it one day. I like that. Awesome. Do you come from our artistic family? I don't at all. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Did that yeah. make you like feel on the outset all like growing up or it definitely does because when when I told my parents that I was not going to be going to college and that I was going to 
just full on pursue a music career. It was like such a foreign idea just because like my parents worked desk jobs and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's going to like I understand it's going to be hard to understand when your son tells you that he doesn't want to pursue that same thing. There is not a musical bone in my family. (laughs) It's it's so easy to be a fan of a big artist, and it's because I don't want to say bandwagoning, but it's it's really accessible. If it's like uh, everywhere you look, there's ads, and they're in you know songs and movies, whatever, and it's on the radio all the time. Right. What's the best way people can support small artists like yourself? Or and then on top of that, what means the most to you to receive support wise? Um, I think honestly, just like word of mouth sharing, because when someone uh, might tag me in their Instagram story and like say that they're listening to my music. I think uh, that is almost the absolute best feeling, uh, knowing that their supporters are gonna look at that, and then you know you have like a whole hive of supporters at that point. So I think um, that might be the best way, or just that makes me feel the most accomplished is when I see that. Yeah, because it's a uh, you know social media. It's so tied to it's who you are. It's your online persona. So to like yeah. fully endorse someone, yeah, that's kind of a big <laughs> statement now. Which like sounds cheeseball as it is, but <laughs> we're <laughs> yeah. living in the information era for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Damn, sick. Well, awesome. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Um, yeah. Uh, any exciting plans for the rest of your day? No, I think I'm just gonna keep writing this song that I'm working on. Yeah, I caught. Uh, oh, it's waves. waves. Waves, dude. Yeah, yeah. Vibe with that art. That's so sick. Wow, thank you so much. That means a lot, really. <laughs> How much work went into that? I can't imagine. It's crazy. Those songs like that, like the ones that have um, that message, mm-hmm. they they really write themselves. Like I don't have to dig too much to um oh, awesome. to write that one. So I might have knocked that one out in like. 25 30 minutes maybe you know as much crazy shit is happening in 2020 it does it's providing a lot of material <laughs> oh wow yeah that's a, that's something that a, a lot of people told me was like like wow listening to the song really made me appreciate the art that has come out of this <laughs> for sure or maybe not even material but like um conversations that you know we need to be having right. yeah yeah for sure sick well uh thank you again for making art and being a, a sick a sick guy joseph i really appreciate it <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on this call, Brad. Hey, I mean, I mean, a lot. anytime, anytime. I'll stay in touch. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Ciao. Hi, my name is Max. I'm from Hong Kong. And for my perfect summer night, I'd love to go to some big empty building and drink with them and play music. And we'd laugh at each other and just have a good time there. Hi, it's me, Diab. I'm calling from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And my perfect summer night is lying on the grass, uh, watching the sky full of stars, and just listening to the sound of the night and falling asleep. So, yeah. Hi, my name's Mariska. I'm calling from Jakarta, Indonesia. My ideal summer night is hanging out with my friends as the sun's going down, and we're all on a rooftop just listening to music and hanging out. We're just straight vibing because who knows when you'll get another moment like that. Hey. Hey, I'm Brad. Nice to meet you. Brad, how are you, buddy? Doing good. And you are? My name is Adve. 
Okay. That's awesome. Where are you calling from? Um, I'm actually in North Carolina right now. Right. Um, but I'm just traveling. So I'm, I'm just uh, one of my stops along the way. For sure. If anything, you always seem to be on the go, which is very cool. Uh, give me the just the quick elevator pitch on you. Who are you? What do you do? My name is Adve. Yep. I am a filmmaker. I've been making films um, basically my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I set out to make a documentary to find the happiest person in the world. And the way I would do that would be by asking everyone I met one simple question. Are you happy? And hopefully their answers would, uh, would, would lead me to the happiest person in the world. That's so sick. And from watching your videos and stuff, it feels like, like how, what's the timeline on when this was all filmed? It seems like it's been a a longstanding project you've been working on. So I started filming this in February of last year. Oh, wow. Is it still going? I guess it is for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I did bank a lot of content Mm -hmm. from when I started shooting and I still haven't used all of it, even though I am still shooting everywhere I go. Hell yeah. So when did video making initially start for you? Like when did you realize like being behind a camera, that was sort of the drive, the vision? It's kind of tough. It's like asking somebody like what their first memory is. I can't really pinpoint when I knew, Mm -hmm. but I know that that VHS camera Mm. um, that my my parents had collecting dust in the closet that they'd only pull out for vacations. That was like the thing that I wanted. And every chance I had, I, I, I got my hands on it. The first time I started recording with it, I must have messed up the zoom function. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, it was just like blurry colors. I was like, as I was recording my room and immediately I went downstairs, hooked up like the RGB cords from the camera to the TV to watch what I had recorded. I don't know why, but I cried. I was a kid. Dude. I was like six, five. Right. I remember this, like, my, I think my parents were like doing work in the garage and they had this like carpenter in the house as I was watching it. And he's like, are you crying, kid? I'm like, yeah, uh, no, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> um, but that, that's like one of like one memory I could definitely point to. That's like, oh, that's kind of where it all began. It sounds super foundational to like, God, it sounds like it's just in your bones, which is so cool that it's just been this thing in your life for so long. Have you always been, because <laughs> it's a big step to go on this adventure and journey and just engage with so many strangers. Have you always been someone super extroverted growing up? Actually, no. I always am like a nervous wreck before having to present, mm-hmm. having to go to an interview. Every job interview I had, like I'm not one to like hide my nervousness. I'll always tell them like, look, I'm super nervous. Uh, <laughs> and that usually calms me down, like just putting it out there. I think that when you're nervous about something, it shows that you care. I will tell somebody like, hey, I'm, I'm really nervous, but that it's only because I really care about this interview or this job. When I was like in college and in high school, I, w- I was really shy uh, to like talk to girls that I liked. So I would kind of force myself to um, to do it. I like even though I didn't want to go out, even though I was afraid to talk to the girl at, at dinner at this party. I didn't want to accept that I was too afraid to talk to somebody. Mm. So I I forced myself to do it and forced myself to be okay with failure. Maybe wanting to wanting to have friends, wanting people to like me, mm-hmm. um, forced me to learn how to actually speak to people. Now, at this point, I'm 25 and it's kind of like a hidden talent. I could just strike up a conversation with anybody. That's so sick. You have like this inherent thing. If you know what you want to do, 
but then like these barriers that you force yourself to overcome which is uh that's the most ideal way to go and i like the way you, you spoke about that as like being nervous just shows that you really care i similarly i think about like nervousness and and fear it's like a physical reaction in, in your body that's just preparing you for yeah something really important it's not necessarily a bad thing right and you know it, it helps too like and i keep going back to the job interview but if you're somebody like me that really struggles with social interaction social dynamics um being nervous telling somebody like hey i'm nervous because i care about you or because like i really care about this it's really important to me so i wanted to go right you could basically do anything after that you know it'll calm you down and people i feel like will will appreciate you more or respect you more for it totally yeah just putting all the cards on the table for sure. yes sick um what's been the most is there a through line or a consistent what's the most surprising thing you've learned in talking to people over the past oh god months years think that if you don't go out there, it's so easy to think that everything is falling apart, mm -hmm. that um, people are really down about what's happening and that life is just horrible everywhere. And of course, there are bad things going on or things that need to get better. But for the most part, things are okay. I have a feeling that people might be offended by that. But um, what, what it really comes down to in terms of how to be happy or what the happiest people have in common is that what they're worried about is what's for dinner tonight? Who's mm -hmm. picking up the kids? Uh, are the test results back? Is dad going to be okay? You know, who's, who's bringing the car to, to the mechanic? Uh, how much is that going to cost? Everybody has to go through these day-to-day -day things. Um, and as long as those things are okay, then the rest is kind of like there's, no, there's only 24 hours in a day. There's no time for it. You know, what I, what I had to learn is that I, I can't let the world's problems make me feel bad or guilty or lost or confused. Yeah. So that, that's, that, was a, that was a huge learning experience for me. Yeah. It, and I feel like definitely in Western culture, maybe more predominantly in America, I'm not too sure, you know, as a Canadian. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. But, I don't know. And it is true up here to an extent as well. The media does push to sensationalize and get those headlines and get those clicks. And a lot of time that revolves around uh, negative things that happen, drives more traffic than the positive, I feel like more often. Yeah. I mean, not only does it drive... I'm sure you've heard, um, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more than just like, oh, violent selves. Mm -hmm. It's what will, what divides us? Mm -hmm. um, what causes controversy? You know, I'm sure we've heard, don't you watch the news? Mm -hmm. You haven't seen this. Right. And growing up, I was like, oh, God, I guess I got to watch the news to be, you know, to be relevant. And I was like, dude, F the news. You know, I, I, that is like the thing I want to watch the least. I want to learn mm -hmm. about, history i want to learn about what's happening you know in my society but this sensationalism n-e-w-s mm -hmm. dude f-u-c-k-o-f-f -F, man <laughs> <laughs> definitely the delivery service of that information uh, yeah needs uh, a workaround and and there's a bunch of other venues for where you can get your your updates and maybe a less filtered way yeah like blonde radio <laughs> yeah yeah just the honest salt of the earth 
Sick. Well, I do want to thank you for your time. But in closing, I was wondering, what's something universal? And we kind of, you kind of talked to it maybe a little bit. Um, something un- universal that you think could positively impact most people's happiness. Is there a through line to, or something that you've learned in this project? Or Yeah, so by far, the through lines between the happiest people in the world are family. And that doesn't have to mean brother, sister, mother, uncle, cousin. It could be friend, girlfriend, colleague, boss. The other thing is work or uh, cause. You know, waking up in the morning and going to a place where you serve a purpose. And then thirdly, uh, it's uh, passion, which sometimes could blend in with that job thing. But people who are doing what they love, or I found that thing that just gets them going. I met a trash man in New York. And while he's like throwing heaps of trash into uh, into the truck, he's like, yeah, I'm happy. Uh, as long as I have this job, my kids are eating. And as long as they're eating, I'm happy. And he's like, I DJ on the side. And that's my thing. That's my groove. I love it. And that just that was just across the board with people all over the world. I feel like those three things um, made people really happy. Totally. And yeah, speaking to what you're saying, family doesn't necessarily have to mean blood. But uh, I think probably the most prominent in mine is like, yeah, nothing inspires me more than like meeting someone who's so driven and has found their thing. Even if it's totally separate than what I'm doing, it validates me and my thing because it makes... I don't know. It's like a kindred spirit that you bumped into. I love that. Hell yeah. But um, thank you. That, that was super beautiful. And uh, those three are very foundational to, to happiness worldwide. Thank you, Brad. Thank you for your time. Okay. Good to meet you, Brad. You have a good day. All right. Hey, you too. I'll talk to you later. I'll definitely stay in touch. All right. Peace. Ciao. Hi, I'm Connor calling from Boise, Idaho in the US. And my ideal summer night is driving to the mountains with friends with ice cream and watching the sunset and then setting up a projector and watching a horror movie against somebody's car. Hi, I'm Kuti. I'm calling from South Africa. And my ideal summer night is a braai with my family. A braai is a barbecue, by the way. Hi, I'm Shada calling from Alberta, Canada. And my perfect summer night would probably consist of getting some ice cream with friends and just going stargazing and just talking about how we're each doing and yeah just just having a a nice conversation bella nice to meet you nice to meet you too very cool how's your day um it's good i'm just at school right now trying to finish all of my work on the last day of the deadline which is not the, the most sustainable thing i could have done considering that i've had all quarantine to do it but uh it's how it be so this is the last day that you can finish all this stuff is that what you're telling me yes but i'm gonna be working tonight too so oh. don't worry about taking out my time <laughs> okay would you would your friends describe you as a procrastinator oh 100 i have very okay, bad adhd yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, give me the elevator pitch on you. Who are you? What do you do? What's your What's your story? Um, my name's Bella. Bella McKenzie. I live in the Comox Valley, and I'm just a student here. And I don't know. I'll just be going back to my house and session, and then going to work, and then going to school. I don't know. I guess I was born in Alberta for a little mm-hmm. bit, raised by my grandparents while my mom and my dad were in college, and mm-hmm. then they met in like an art history class. 
Because oh. my dad was making lewd comments about, like, the nude paintings. And then my mom's like, ooh. <laughs> For their, like, 10-year anniversary, we all, like, went to Paris and stuff. And then they were like, oh, my God, that's the same painting. And, like, we're oh. here actually there. Awesome. And what do you – I know we spoke to it a little bit, but it feels so hard to plan shit now for the future. But is there a direction you want to pursue? Is there something career-wise, um, life-wise? That's the thing about it is there's just so many things that I'm obsessed with, like, concept-wise. Mm -hmm. And that's the hardest part about being, like, Gen Z and being, like, this class of 2020, all of this stuff is because there's, like, so much weird options that weren't available before. Like, when I was little, I was like, I want to be a singer. And now I'm just like, do I want to be this weird, like, entrepreneur person? Do I want to be, like, a tiktoker do want to want to be like whatever a celebrity is right now totally. you know so there's all these weird like it's just the vast amount of possibilities and another part of me is like no nah, i just want to live my cottagecore life and just like <laughs> just like enjoy the rain and like read twilight alone you know hell yeah yeah that's it's it's tricky especially like right after grad and then i couldn't, can't even imagine plus all this shit going down like you guys are going through a lot and did you have a ceremony did you no my ceremony is in i think two weeks and we're doing a drive-through grad so it's pretty much fucking a and w out here <laughs> i love it that's uh that's a story you could tell one day one way or another that's kind of yeah because like i guess i wasn't really looking forward to being like in like this big sweaty auditorium with like seven thousand other people and like all of their grandparents sure but at the same time, like, a little bit of me is sad because I never got to witness that, especially mm. for last year. Like, I always looked up to the grads above me, and it's interesting being like, well, I'm now that grad, and all of this time has passed, and somehow I'm the grad that's now graduating? What the heck? Mm -hmm. uh, but pretty much our school has this a massive, like, the prettiest driveway with, like, all these, like, oaks beside it. So it's, like, pretty glamorous and stuff, and I never drive oh. up it because I don't have a car, but... They have these very fancy cars that you can sign up for. And so we all get to come up the drive, get our diploma, maybe get a photo. Not really sure how it works too much because it's very vague and there's been time changes. I'm just like, I hope I don't miss it. But <laughs> well, that yeah, sounds I think, lovely. <laughs> thank you. I think I'm going to be rolling up into the parking lot in this very cool vintage car. And I've got this amazing, amazing blue dress. It's like floor length. I look like Cinderella. It's sleeveless. <laughs> I've got these strappy, sparkly heels that I wore for like our winter formal too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, it's going to be a look. Yeah. Despite just, all, it sounds like that you'll be thriving all the same, which is, that's what you want. That's what you need. Yeah, no, it's definitely what I need. And like, I'm struggling to get through right now just because I'm a, such a chronic procrastinator. Mm -hmm. But like, I know the moment that I'm just like in that dress, got the heels on, got all my makeup done, you know, mm -hmm. I'll like see everyone. And I'll be like, oh, fuck, it's finally worth it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like that. I was looking through your feed and stuff and maybe I'm reading into this too much. I'm not sure. Oh, no, but... no. I, I enjoy self-analyzing myself. <laughs> so when other people do it, I'm just like, oh, T, and I'll try and answer that for you. But like, Very cool. It looks like you're someone who's very uh, introspective and you even just spoke to it right now. Do you find yourself being someone who's nostalgic or thinks about the past a lot? Are oh, those yeah. things that affect you on the day to day? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's probably based from like my ADHD anxiety is because then you'll kind of like get stuck in thoughts or like like you're obsessed with like the nostalgia is so good so for the first beginning of like my high school I was so short-term nostalgic and mm. I felt like every single moment that happened was just about to be like behind me behind me behind me and it just made me never appreciate the moment that I was in and so I don't know what clicked but I think it was just something happened and I just started being like you know what all those things that did happen they did happen and I like to write about them mm -hmm. or at least just like have a book and it's just like little memories that were just like so good and I'm just like Bella 
inevitably there's going to be good moments. So why are you so obsessed with focusing on like three or four that are just your favorite? Because there's just like every moment's good or bad or neutral and you're just in it and you got to enjoy the fact that you lived through all of that and you got a fuck ton to live through. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so easy to just like wrap yourself up in memories and the the, the rose tinted nature of it but like it, it, you can easily yeah. just miss out like living in the yeah. moment like you're saying mm-hmm. like the rose tinting is like something that I try and do with the present too so like mm. I don't know I guess I would do that with probably uh I don't know like slowed and reverb music I guess or just yeah. like you know kind of making myself more invested in a moment by like playing music or like kind of looking at a moment and being like damn I really appreciate this moment what it feels like and you know also like by rose tinting you can also change the colors in your life like that's what I find interesting about just like this generation's obsession with just like led lights is <laughs> like we're all just so obsessed with just like having our world and our little boxes that we live in that's uh yeah there's a lot of identity yeah and you see it a lot on tiktok everyone's room feels like a character Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I really enjoy seeing everybody's rooms is because I'm just like, oh, my God, I can, like, see into you and, like, how you feel about, like, your environment and is how you feel about yourself to an extent. You know, totally. whatever situation you're in is what you're in. So, mm-hmm. totally. How do you how are you passing quarantine time? What do you I know that you're spending uh, obviously now a lot of time trying to finish your stuff for school but it sounds like maybe you weren't previously uh have you been working on any projects any have you just been mellowing out yeah i i think some days i would be like bella you are the worst procrastinator i've ever met i hate you so much but also i really enjoyed how we spent today so like that's okay too (laughs) totally it's a saying that i i fall back on when i'm trying to justify my maybe uh lackluster lazy behavior but it's like uh time that you spent and in, you enjoyed that time it's not wasted time so it's like i'm like on my 30th episode of anime it's like i like this so this is fine which is maybe a bad way to look at it but it's no 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 no. you are 100 correct as long as you like getting some important stuff done in your life and like putting time aside for that and like being like you know what I actually this matters to me I want to get this done so that I can have time to just like it's so much more lovely when you actually do get stuff done and then you have all this free time to just be like hey fuck it we going out on an adventure all day boys hell yeah okay so it sounds like you have a pretty good understanding of like what like how you procrastinate why you procrastinate like I feel like you know the ins and outs and yet you still do it so like what's the (laughs) I know this is infuriating and I had a three hour counselor's appointment yesterday Mm -hmm. and he's just like he's just like okay so you're gonna do this tonight and you're gonna do this and here are the methods and I'm just like yes 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 and I'm just like okay I need to sit down get into my body and do this and then I just ended up just like falling asleep and I don't even know how I did it like I didn't even do anything that day like how am I so tired all the time oh well Mm, I don't know at least I think the first step is recognizing it so I mean you're halfway there let's say and uh you know you have a long life ahead of you so I'm sure one way or another this is going to work out for you either yeah (laughs) yeah either you'll find some corrective measure or you'll learn how to live with it which it sounds like you kind of already are I mean ideally you wouldn't do it all on the last day but I mean it sounds like you're gonna do it so I mean that's it's not a fail some people definitely really need a deadline and it's helpful for some people and for me obviously I need more time and I I find it very very helpful when I try and do my work as if I'm helping somebody else because like if I'm helping another like if I'm trying to get my friend 
to graduate, I will put my entire heart and soul into making sure they actually get their shit done and they do it well. Totally. And somehow I can't do that for myself. So like if I try and put myself into that sort of mentality, it really helps me the most. Because you're honestly like the best friend that you can have for yourself. So if you picture it that way, you know, you're just helping. Oh, I love myself so much. I'll like look in the mirror and I'll be like, Bella, I fucking love you. Get through this. Because like previous me obviously like looked up to myself right now and she was just like senior year bella is gonna be the coolest bitch ever she's gonna have tattoos on her hands she's gonna be driving an audi she's gonna be listening to like travis scott on full blast in her cool ass car and then now i'm here like totally procrastinating and being like i gotta live up to those that love that i had for what i thought i would be and mm. uh and also for like futures me is gonna be like oh bella why didn't she just work a little bit harder then like oh she wasted so much time so like that mix of just like knowing that like the past and the present kind of mixed together and i'm just like i gotta be good for all of me you know my past my future and because like it's my future self that i really need to look out for you know i want her to have good marks so she can get into whatever college or whatever degree or even certificate in whatever little program or big program that she decides that she wants to do because that's her passion hell yeah that's so i've never thought about that way that's very beautiful i like that mentality thank you but i thank you for yeah just being so open and honest and just having a lovely conversation and i love your perspectives and worldviews and i'm definitely gonna implement some of those like thought strategies that you're talking about this is very cool yeah honestly if you want to call me back anytime i am pretty much always free because i'm always not doing what i'm supposed to be doing that's so sweet. I'll definitely keep that in the back pocket for sure. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. and shout out, shout out to everyone who listens to this. You guys are all savs, <laughs> and I believe in you all. And thank you for having me on. Likewise, I hope you have a lovely uh, rest of your day. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Special thanks to Joe South, Adda, and Bella for making this episode possible. I've tagged their accounts at Blonde Radio on Instagram, and I highly recommend you check out their work. And thank you to everyone who submitted a response to the prompt. Intro music provided by Wayfie, that's W-A-Y-F-I-E, and accompanying tracks by Low Boil, that's L-O-B-O-I-L, who can both be found on all major streaming platforms. I'll see you soon, and thanks for tuning in to Blonde Radio. Blonde Radio.